Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Training Unleashed. This is going to be really fun. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, when I thought about this guest, I, you know, I thought, well, is this a real connection or not? And it's like an amazing connection to what we all do in the world of training. And we're going to be talking about something, a term you probably never heard of called being unmuted, unmuted. And so uh, it's going to be really interesting. And, and I, I think not only will this help people in the world of training, I think it's going to be something really interesting to think about for yourself personally, your family, your life. So it's going to be really cool. Before we get going, of course, I have to thank my sponsors, C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio. Without them, I can't do the show. So I really appreciate them. My guest today is Heather Hansen. She is the CEO of Global Speak Academy. And she is launching. And you know, if you listen to this later, it's already launched. But if you listen to this the first week of the show, She's launching this book called Unmuted, How to Show Up, Speak Up, and Inspire Action. So let me just start with the softball, most simple and easiest question. What in the world do you mean when you say unmuted? Good question, Evan, and thanks so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, what does it mean to be unmuted? When we moved online during the pandemic, the only thing we heard was, you're on mute, you're on mute, you're on mute. And after hearing that a million times, I thought, you know what, how many of us are really on mute? We've been on mute way before the pandemic in our lives, in our careers, in our families, not having the courage to speak up, to share our bright ideas, and that's hurting our businesses. It, 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 it really is. It's, we're not giving fully when we're unmuted. Let's, let's just bring this to the, into business, into training, because our listeners, this is Training Unleashed, and we're all about the world of training. How do you see unmuting employees as impacting the business in a positive way? I think there are a number of benefits. Um, innovation, for one, when we start hearing everyone's ideas, not just the eloquent speakers, not just the leaders, but even, you know, Mary in accounts and the people who are looked over on a daily basis we all have something to contribute. So innovation is a big one. Inclusion is a big one when we start really listening to every voice. Uh, I think as we begin unmuting and there are a number of different movements happening, you know, the fearless organization with Amy Edmondson, uh, psychological safety, greater awareness around cross-cultural issues. There are so many things coming together right now. And I think we have a real awakening happening after the pandemic where we're looking for new styles of leadership, we're looking for a new way to interact in our companies, a more human way to appear at work. And when we start showing up fully, I think we're going to see a massive shift in the success of businesses in, an, in all of these different ways, innovation, inclusion, uh, and ultimately the bottom line profits. I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, in my life, I think I've seen a lot more unmuting than when I was a kid. Um, I think when I was a kid, I think people were like taught, you know, at work, you don't say anything and just do what you're told. Um, and I think the younger generations want to be unmuted 
but of course that requires management to be receptive to listening. Exactly. So let's, let's just, let's talk about management for a moment. Mm-hmm. What does management need to do to encourage people to unmute and to create yeah. the safe space to be unmuted? That's a really great question, because I think a lot of this does have to happen top down. We have to see leaders showing up and unmuting themselves. Now, the big bad word, and every time I say it out loud, I get the worst feedback from leadership, and that is the word vulnerability. Uh, It's anytime I bring it up in my talks or workshops, I will always immediately get a hand in the air going, ah, why do I have to be vulnerable? Vulnerable is a bad word. I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be seen as weak. Um, And there's a lot of cultural issues tied up in this as well, of course. Uh, But I think it's important that we start realizing that vulnerability isn't a bad word, that it doesn't mean putting your private life on a plate for everyone in the office. It doesn't mean crying at work. It means showing up and sharing your full self, not just the professional side. Um, And I think I'm even struggling with it. I struggled with it as I wrote the book. I kept reminding myself, Heather, unmute, you know, live your mantra. We, as leaders, we have to walk the talk. Now, that doesn't take the responsibility off of everyone else because we also, down the ranks, need to be willing to speak up in a toxic environment, need to be willing to speak up when we see a mistake, um, and be willing to speak up with the very positive and good ideas that we have. And so it does go both ways. But if the management is not creating that open culture where we aren't afraid of failure, where we're able to speak up without negative repercussions, we're going to run into some problems. So I think you nailed it right there. It starts at the top. Yeah, like almost everything, really. People Mm -hmm. have to lead by example. When I'm listening to you, and one of the things that I talk about a lot are people that are evasive. Mm-hmm. And they're evasive in a lot of cases because they're not trying to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a, an employee and I want to be unmuted and I want to express to my supervisor that maybe there's a better way to do the job, mm-hmm. that person could be afraid that the supervisor is going to be offended. Yeah. And, of you know, the uh, polite police. Uh, are the enemy of unmuting. Um, What advice do you give to that employee to unmute themselves? And I'm going to ask this question in two ways. So you get to think about this. Okay. Okay. One way is somebody you believe is open and receptive. And then the second way we'll do second is somebody that you notice is defensive. Mm -hmm. So I'm an employee. I want to share advice to my supervisor first case that is not in line with what they asked, but I think is a better way to do it. How do I go about doing that with someone I think is reasonably receptive? Yeah. Well, ideally in a reasonably receptive situation, there has been a culture developed where there's a space for that. So maybe it's in the weekly meetings, maybe it's actually the leader who's been asking for that feedback. If the person is receptive, then most likely that person isn't going to have a lot of trouble unmuting because they know they're receptive and it's been made very clear and it's a part of the culture. And there isn't any real worry about voicing that concern or saying, hey, you know, in in my company itself, you know, I have this amazing, amazing right-hand woman who supports me and I've made it very clear to her that you need to speak up and tell me what what I don't see, right? We we can't have all the answers. 
Um, and of course, you know, I'm in a very global environment, so I'm dealing across cultures as well, where there's a lot more stress, even if I come in and say, uh, please tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. That doesn't mean that people will necessarily <laughs> tell me um, because, you know, I'm, I'm based in Singapore. I'm in Southeast Asia where there's a very strong culture around not necessarily challenging uh, a superior in the workplace. So we, we face much bigger challenges around this, which leads very well into your second question around yeah. when you know that the person is defensive, right? And how, how is that going to happen? And we see that happening in a number of ways in larger organizations, people taking their concerns to HR instead of the individual, wanting to be anonymous in their feedback. Again, a lot of these are systems that would have to be set up by the company. Uh, so being able to have the confidence, I think it starts in building the relationship. So being able to sit down with a superior, this idea of managing up is very difficult for a lot of people, but being able to sit down with that person and be quite open and honest with them and say that focusing on the situation and not the person. And I think that's the most common feedback we hear, right? To say, I've been thinking about this project and I wonder if I could just share some different ideas with you that I was thinking about. Not to say, uh, I don't think that the direction that you're taking is the right way. That, that's not what we're doing. Being unmuted isn't just throwing your ideas in someone's face and being hurtful. You, it's also being conscious and, and aware and emotionally intelligent. So it is about building the relationship with the individual, focusing on the situation and not the person and airing your ideas and airing solutions and not just focusing on problems. So the big distinction I'm hearing between the two is with the person that generally isn't receptive, you're asking for permission. Yeah. And if you're asking for permission, most likely you know, this is the interesting thing is the person who isn't receptive probably thinks they are. <laughs> but very true. When very you ask true. for permission, then they really have given you permission. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And if they say to you, no, I need you just to do it this way, you probably should listen to that advice. Um, yeah, or find a different organization. And that's what we're seeing today. That's what we're yeah. seeing. These toxic environments are not working. And the pandemic more than anything else has put a bright light on these issues. People are tired. People want to be seen. They want to feel they belong. They want to have their ideas heard and acknowledged. And we're seeing right now that shift. People who are not appreciated at work are leaving and they will continue to leave. And I think until we get back in touch with our human skills, uh, and relearn how to be human after working through technology for two years, uh, we're, we're going to see a lot more problems like this. So let's have a, a role play. I, I find on the show role plays work really well <laughs> and interesting. Really putting me on the spot here, Evan. I like it. Okay. Yes. I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, you're my manager mm. and I have been a very good employee. I do everything you ask. But I never give you ideas. I never give you any suggestions at all. But I'm one of your best people. I, you mm -hmm. know, very productive and meeting all my KPIs and all, all of that. But I kind of, you know, wanna don't want to rock the boat. And you want to encourage me. At least I'm, I'm assuming that. Um, so be my manager and and help me become unmuted. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, number one with you, Evan, when we are in meetings, I know that you have amazing ideas and I want everyone to hear them. And uh, if, if I'm doing my job properly in the meeting, I'm going to be turning to you and specifically asking you for feedback. So I might warn you of that and say, I want you to know that in the meetings, I know that people are sometimes talking over you. I know that you have ideas that you want to voice and you aren't getting the opportunity. So I'm going to make sure that I create that space for you. I want you to be able to speak up in those situations. And how do you feel about that? You know, Heather, I get nervous. Mm -hmm. I get nervous because I don't want people not to like me or to think I have bad ideas. Mm, yeah, that's a really common concern. And I don't think anyone on our team would think that, right? Our team is here to support you. We want to hear the ideas that you have to share. And um, we may put in some new systems in our meetings, for example. What do you think if we had a timer and everyone got the same amount of time to speak? We know that in teams where every voice is heard in equal amounts, we are going to be much more effective. So if we can start doing something like that in the meeting, how would that feel? If you didn't feel that you were on the spot, but that everybody was contributing in the same way. I like that idea. Yeah, I like because that because we're all it's equal. It's not just about you. Um, we, we need to hear equally from everyone. So we need to be able to turn down some of the louder voices who might be over dominating speaking over you. And I know there are a couple of people on our team who can dominate the conversation a little bit, uh, but we also need to hear equally from you and, and your ideas, because I know that you have great ones. And, and often after the meetings, you come to me with those ideas. And it's wonderful that you do that because I know um, your contribution to the team, but I think we need to make clear to everyone what a great contributor you are and the ideas that you have because I've also seen situations where your ideas have others have taken credit for that and we don't want that to happen uh, so we value your contribution we can end our role play very well done thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> but this is based on on the research right about and and that's why as a leader we need to start input uh putting into effect some new systems, right? We know that equal talk time from everyone is going to be more effective. We talk a lot about diversity and, and that's fine to have demographic diversity, but we need cognitive diversity. We have to hear the different thoughts of different people, the different ways our minds work or else all those wonderful demographics really mean nothing. Yeah. Um, another thing to watch out for is bias. So if you're a dominant person, you're a person who tends to be too loud and is very eloquent and they start, right? You say, who has ideas? Of course their hand goes in the air first and they tell all their ideas. The next person says, oh, that sounded good. Yeah, I agree. Next person, oh, I agree too. I think that's great. Yeah, that's uh, generally when I do ideations, I only allow one idea person. So one person can't take them all um, because then the last person is stuck, you know, the, oh, but one thing I, I, I want to add, because I think it's important for the listeners to really think about, is we don't really know what happened in this person's earlier life. We don't know if they were at a dinner table and they had a parent that, you know, said, you know, you're, you know, this is, you know, we rule the house. We, you know, your opinion doesn't matter. We don't know if they got bullied in school. We don't know if they got laughed at one time because they said something or shared an idea. And then this isn't penetrated them. You know, I, I really think compassion 
is is really important and to let those people that are having trouble ease into it and you know i thought your ideas were really really excellent that is so so true um there there is a lot of anxiety i call it expression anxiety because i think it can come out just as easily in any form of expression not just speaking it can be in writing it can be writing an email it can be you know writing an article or internal communications external communications uh, there's a lot of anxiety around sharing ideas. And you're right. It goes back to the dinner table when they were kids. It goes back to those high school friend groups. It goes back to speaking up in a lecture at university or on in the first job or internship. And those things sit with us for a very long time. And, and that can be very difficult. And in global communities, we have additional language barriers. You know, I speak foreign languages. I've been through that feeling. And to imagine what it's like for people who are working and living in a foreign language every day, it is an enormous additional mental load that they are carrying uh, simply to speak up in the meeting. And, and I know how that feels and it's incredibly difficult. Tortle Training's Learning Matter experts are passionate about designing effective solutions that move the needle. Whether your organization needs development of e-learning courses, instructor-led training, or assistance with creating optimized electronic versions of employee handbooks, our team can help. To learn more, visit tortle.com slash learning dash development. So let's shift gears and go the other way. We don't need to do a role play this time. You have somebody that shares, but they dominate. Yeah. And not only do they dominate, but they're upset when their ideas aren't all accepted. Because not mm -hmm. everyone's idea unmuted are great ideas. Some are great. Some are not great. And some inspire great, right? Yeah. Maybe their idea isn't good, but someone else builds on the idea. But mm -hmm. let's just say you have somebody on your team and they share, but they tend to dominate, share a lot, and then get upset when everyone doesn't love what they said. What advice do you give for that situation? Oh, this is a very, very common situation. And the first thing is to point out that being unmuted doesn't mean that you're just talking all the time. A part of unmuting is knowing when to press mute and listen. And that's what I call conscious communication. That's around self-awareness. And typically the people who are too loud and dominating are lacking that self-awareness. They are not re reading the room properly, don't have maybe the emotional intelligence in certain situations. And I say this from experience because I can definitely dominate discussions. You know, I'm a, I'm a speaker, a trainer. I love to talk. I've talked my whole life. This is what I'm good at. So of course I, I, I do this a lot. And it's about raising that awareness, starting conversations around this in the company, simply putting into effect new policies around, this is how meetings are gonna work from now on. And we're gonna hear equally from everyone. That's giving the signal that we are equal here, our ideas are equal, and we're going to listen to everyone before we make decisions. Uh, and it's about starting to raise awareness, self-awareness first, Around, around this because the person who is dominating when they're put on a timer and they only get five minutes and they realize they're not halfway through their ideas, it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> I, uh, maybe I've been contributing more. They usually don't realize because the, the awareness is lacking. They don't realize they've talked as long as they have. 
And often when they come to that realization, they, they're a little bit embarrassed about it and they think, wow, I didn't, I honestly didn't realize that I was dominating that much. Uh, so, so that's, that's an important thing to look at is how do we, how do we just get those people to be a little more self-aware and start listening a little bit more? And that could be a skills gap. It could be a training opportunity, but not necessarily. I think a lot of these are larger conversations that are happening in the company culture. Yeah. So we could talk forever about your book. Of course, we want people to buy it. One of the things I think is interesting about your book is it's not really just a book. It's more than a book. Yes. And I, I think that we're going to see a lot more of the more than a book mm-hmm. in, the, in the world to come. But I'd love to have you just explain how your book works, because I think that might alone be worth buying the book. But I think it's really cool. So yeah, oh well, thank you. And thanks for the question. Um, yeah, when I set out to write this book, I knew that I wanted it to be more of a learning experience, not just a book that we read or listen to. There is an audiobook as well, um, which I got to I, read. I was gonna I, ask you that because I'm yeah. an audiobook fan. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, and and I got to voice that, which I thought that had to happen. It would be very hypocritical, I think, for someone else's voice to be on my unmuted book, right? So yes, there is an audio version. But what is a little bit unique about this book is, first of all, we have an unmuted assessment, which is showing you, okay, where do you move on this scale? Are you a little too loud? Are you too soft? Are you fully on mute? And then that directs you into the book, into what areas you probably need to focus on most. In addition to that, we have a discussion guide, a very full discussion guide. I'm going to stop you for a second, because your unmute assessment is what a great way to have a conversation with your team about being unmuted. Exactly. Have everyone take it. How'd you do? And what do you think? And and, and uh-huh. have that discussion, just that tool alone has a lot just of Just that alone, exactly. Yeah. Because that person who's always dominating goes, wait a second, it, this ranked me, it was way too loud. How can that be? I don't think I'm that way. And do you think that? And of course yeah. it's, it's a conversation starter. It's that opener. And, and you start to realize that maybe there are people who have been quiet, who wanted to speak up more and you didn't realize. Or, so, yeah. so that's a great, great starting point. Just that alone, as you say, uh, can do work wonders in the in the team. Uh, then in addition to that, what I've done is put together a full discussion guide with a video that goes along with every chapter. So you can read the book as a team. And at the end of each chapter, you watch a short, these are short videos that are giving you additional prompts, considerations, stories, things to think about, ways to start conversations with your team around these topics. So that really gets that conversation going. And the book is broken up into three sections around conscious, confident, and connected communication. So you can kind of focus maybe a quarter on one and then a quarter on the other and really be, um, yeah, have, have a what, good what progression three, of learning. What are those three sections again? Confident communication. which is really around self-confidence and skills confidence. So is it a skills gap or is it a a self-esteem issue? Then there's conscious communication. That's our bit about self-awareness, cross-cultural communication, listening skills. That's the part that the people who are too loud need to work on. And then we have connected communication. And that's about how are we creating the psychologically safe environment and the emotional intelligence and human skills that we need to help people to speak up. Because if we don't have that, those are the people who are on mute, who feel that they can't say anything. So we need to work together to build that kind of culture. And I think 
this book can be applied to families just as easily oh, yeah. as as workplaces, you know? Um, I obviously, because I'm in this, but we all have blind spots. I worry a lot about, am I muting my children? You know, am, am I muting my husband? How am I contributing to them having a voice or not having a voice? And so this plays out in relationships as well as the workplace. So I think the assessment and the discussion guide are great ways to get started. And you can really transform the team simply using those tools. And in addition, we have an implementation guide for people who really wanna dig in in the workplace to start rolling out campaigns and having unmuted mic nights and starting discussions and opening the culture to this concept of really being unmuted and speaking up, showing up, inspiring action in the organization. So I, I wanna, before we go further, I wanna bring this to the audience because we're having this conversation and I want to just laser this into training because this is mm -hmm. training unleashed yeah. in organizations. When you're going to craft and build training, it is so critical that you talk to subject matter experts and people that actually do the work and you allow them to feel comfortable and be unmuted because mm -hmm. it's what they know that if you can get to that true stuff, you can actually determine what the real obstacles are and what the real training needs to be. And having an environment where people aren't just, yes, 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 yes. Oh, we're just going to redo this, slightly change it. But to allow those people that actually do the work to be unmuted, I think it is really powerful. And, and you mentioned this before, but I'll just highlight it again. You know, training is about innovation. You know, training is about being a catalyst for change to improve the effectiveness of business. So I think this idea of unmuted and training really go, go hand in hand. So um, we're gonna shift gears now. Um, I haven't really told the audience much about you, but you're a pretty incredibly successful human being. You've done a TEDx presentation, you're a speaker, you're a trainer, you have a consulting business. And I'm sure there's some people listening and saying, boy, I'd love to know more about what Heather's business is. And maybe there's some people interested in working with you. So please take a moment and, and tell us about your business. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. You make me sound probably better than I really am. But thank you for that. You've got to work on your <laughs> modesty because you, you, deserve, you deserve everything I said. Well, let me unmute then and, uh, and yeah. tell you. Uh, yes, thank you for that. The, my company is Global Speech Academy. We are based in Singapore, where I founded the business in 2007, and we're a training and consulting firm in the area of global communication. So we run training programs, everything from presentation skills to cross-cultural skills to building empathy and listening and all of the pieces of the puzzle of unmuting of true communication and leadership communication. And we take it from a global perspective through a global lens uh, where we are looking at dispersed teams, which are becoming more and more common, remote work, when cultures are coming together, languages are coming together, and how do we navigate these more difficult conversations and situations. Um, so you can find me at globalspeechacademy.com. The book is under heatherhansen.com slash unmuted. So in both of those sites, and you'll find the, uh, the assessment, the free assessment there as well at heatherhansen.com slash unmuted if you want to start there. Yeah, and your global, uh, so, yeah. the other website too for the people that 
can't don't have the ability to read it. What's your what's your business website? The business website is globalspeechacademy.com. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question on behalf of the audience. How do we work with you when you're in Singapore and we're not? Because uh, I, I haven't checked because I'm very happy because we're now in the top five podcasts and actually got a really strong listener base. But I haven't checked, but I don't think Singapore is a mainstay for the podcast. Uh, and of course, you got a time zone issue. How do yeah. people work with you if they're in the United States? Or Canada mm -hmm. or any other place else in the world for that matter. I know you speak four languages, so there, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> but how do people work with you when you're in Singapore? Well, it's, I'm, I've been very grateful to the pandemic, to be honest, because it finally uh, showed people the power of online training and all that we can do. So I am very future focused in our, our training solutions from online live virtual courses, which yes, we do that despite the time difference. And we also have a global network of trainers. So even if it's not me personally, we have uh, facilitators all over the world who are now running our programs. Uh, we are launching right now an app as well for micro learning. We use AI technology for asynchronous learning where people can practice presentations, get immediate speech and language feedback. We're moving into virtual reality training. So there are so many amazing opportunities and changes happening in our field that make this kind of distance learning in some ways even more effective than when we were face-to-face. -face. And that's been my experience anyway. I think it really comes down to the trainer, how they create that space. But uh, we've been working with teams all over the world these, these last two years, especially even before then, but now I don't have to get on a plane all the time, uh, which is making things more affordable and accessible, which I think is wonderful. Well, I, I love listening to how innovative you are and all your modalities of training. I mean, that's very, very impressive. Um, we always when someone has an offer and you do uh, talk about your offer, I think you've already mentioned it, but I'm going to give you a, another chance here to just tell people about what's available if they go to your website and how they can find those, those offers that go with your book. Yes. To, to get the free bonuses that go along with the book, you can go to heatherhansoncom slash unmuted. And that's where you'll find the links to the unmuted assessment to get started with your team, the discussion guides, which obviously work better if you all just also purchase the book and you'll get access to those videos and uh, the implementation guide as well for, for companies and HR departments who want to start really implementing these changes in the workplace. Well, that is fantastic. We are now at the end of the show with the one big question left. We always end the show with, if you had one tip, what tip would you like to share with the audience? Oh, I love that question. And when it comes to communication training in particular and enhancing our communication skills, the one tip I'm always telling my clients and I wish they would practice more is to just set an intention in the morning of what you wanna focus on that day when it comes to your communication skills. Because we are communicating all day, every day. If you're trying to slow down your speaking pace, then set that intention. Today, I'm just going to focus on slowing down how quickly I speak. 
In every conversation, that's going to be in the back of my mind. I'm going to do that. I want to speak clearly. I'm going to think about how I am articulating in every conversation. I want to be a better listener. I am going to try to press mute more often today and really listen to people. We have every opportunity all day long to enhance the way that we are communicating with people if we simply set aside five minutes in the morning to think about how are we going to do that today and how are we going to inspire others to do the same. And so that would be my big tip when it comes to improving our communication skills. Heather, I, I think you cheated. I felt like there were three tips in there. But that's Ooh, did I? Yes, well, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I just want to share something with you because your tip inspired me to share this because I think it's it's kind of interesting. Is with my sales team, we use a product called Voxer. And yes. every day, each of us goes into Voxer rather than having a, a daily meeting and lets everyone know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And every day, I share my intention for the day and my ways of being for the day. So, I'm, you know, today I'm going to be curious optimistic, uh, intentional. Um, and uh, sometimes my team participates, sometimes they don't, I don't, I don't force it. Uh, but I definitely that tip is something that setting a daily intention and focusing on what's really important is, 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 is really, is really critical. Um, we are now at the end of the show, Heather, I want to thank you for being a guest. I want to thank my audience. I really the show would be nothing without you. Of course, I want to thank my sponsors, C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio. Without you, I would not have a podcast. And again, Heather, you were a terrific guest. Thank you so much for being on the show. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to Tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's Tortal.net, T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>